podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. It's the moment of the evening every K-State fan enjoys. Settle down and pour a whiskey, crack open a LaCroix. Please put your hands together and make a little noise for your favorite wildcatters, the handsome Bosco boys. Boom, the boys are back, and it is time to talk to the man of the moment. He is one of the best follows on Twitter, and we always like to we always like to joke with him on Twitter, and he loves the boneheads maybe as much as I do. I anointed him the king, and I'm glad that that name has taken off. It is the man, the myth, the legend, maybe the most famous man ever from the state of Louisiana. The King, Marco Bourne, Coach Bourne, Coach Marco, King Marco. Welcome back to the show. This is your third time on the show. I think this makes you only Gene Taylor of folks at K-State. So Gene Taylor and I think Taylor Bratt are the only two folks from K-State who have now been on the show more than you. I think Taylor's been on six or seven times. Uh, Gene Taylor's been on five times. So, you know, if you want to catch them, you get you got to you got to come on. Uh, but you're getting close. How does it feel to be in the same sentence as Taylor Bratt and Gene Taylor? Well, first, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to sing you the check for that introduction, man. That that was <laughs> that was good. That was good. I appreciate it, man. And you know, I, I don't know if it's being on is a good thing or if it's being on because you can't get nobody else. But either way, I'll take it, man. I'll take it. I like you said, I'm I'm a uh, I'll name myself a bonehead. That's my guy, the bonehead. So I appreciate y'all. I'll tell you this: the uh, the live show that you came on, and then you, you got Bailey on uh, the live show as well uh, before the Sweet Sixteen game out in New York City. That was one of our most downloaded live shows of all time. So don't think, oh, I, I can't get on anyone, but Marco, no, you, you're a ratings <laughs> draw, my friend. You know, you, you're you're like you know the big dog. If the ratings are hurting, you call in Marco, and the boneheads flock back. Everyone's downloading it, listening to it two or three times. So no, you're you're, you're the big draw, my friend. Yeah, that's my guys, me and the boneheads, man. That's that's my guys. I'm waiting to hang out with them though on the live show. Yeah, we're we're gonna we're working on a few things. So I'm hoping that this summer we'll I'll be able to get into the uh, facility. But I'm also working on something with sponsor of the show, Manhattan Brewing Company. We might have to do a kind of boneheads and born event at Manhattan Brewing Company, sponsoring our show now for close to an entire year. So shout out to Manhattan Brewing Company. Um, uh, appreciate first- it, man. Appreciate them as well. Oh yeah, no, they're they're awesome, and heck, may, may, maybe we can get a beer named after you as well. You know, they have the tank party. We might have to. <laughs> we, we might have to figure out what the best uh, uh, born brew might be. I don't. I don't know if you can put Coca Cola into a beer though. Yeah, well, right now I don't know. You know, beer and coaching is is not a good thing oh. these last couple of days. <laughs> <laughs> you're you're not wrong, but 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 we make sure to be responsible about it. You know, only. Maybe only one, and and then you'll you'll have to go home. Uh, but uh, you know, transitioning to that, let, let's look at the landscape of the Big Twelve. Uh, K State finishes, you know, near the top this past year. We go on that big run to the Elite Eight, and we're seeing how everything is loading up. How do you balance uh, kind of looking at a non-conference schedule? Uh, because we we know you and Coach Tang work arm in arm in creating that schedule. Uh, when you know you're going to have an 18-game gauntlet in the Big 12 play? 
Well, one, uh, you know, the preparation that we have with our guys, when you talk about Phil and uh, strength and conditioning and Luke with body recovery, you know, that that's the first part is making sure that they're getting the proper nutrition, the proper sleep, the proper rest, the proper workout, so that their bodies are prepared for the gauntlet, which is the B12. And then on the schedule, man, coaches and, and I have been really trying our best to bring some um, great competition. To, uh, Bram, I mean, the fans of Bram, and, uh, and, and uh, they deserve to see – you know, some of the better teams in America. So we've been working on that. We have some uh, some games that we put together that we think the, the, the fans will appreciate. Uh, and, you know, just trying to find guys, uh, teams that fit to help us prepare for the 12. You know, it's, it's not always just about the name. Sometimes it's about the style. Uh, sometimes, you know, you want to have games mixed in there where you can, you know, you kind of feel pretty good that you're going to be able to get some people some playing time, some experience. So you kind of juggle all that you know, and putting the schedule together. But the main thing, like I say, when you move into the 12 is about being healthy. You know, last year we had, you know, two or three guys that played 36, 35 minutes a game. And we really made it with only one, two foot injuries. Uh, and that's just a credit to Phil and, and Luke and all the work that they do behind the scenes. You know, a lot of people see the the victories, but it's so much that goes on. And those two guys were, were, were instrumental in making sure that those guys were healthy and uh, and we had a team full of healthy guys. So at the end, you know, we really when we was full strength, come conference tournament, come to NCAA run, that that just helped us tremendously. And if you remember against Michigan State, Marquise went down, and and you know that that hurt us for about five minutes. But Luke did such a great job of getting him back, ready to play and, and finish that game, and then to be able to recover and be ready for that next game in two days was just amazing. Yeah, that that is amazing, and and the the staff that is there is is top notch. I I truly believe from the top with coach Tang all the way down to the GAs that this might be the best staff in America. And we're, we're going to talk about that staff in a second, but I want to stay on the schedule because it became official this past week. You know, it was reported, it was rumored, but it became official that to tip off the uh, season for the first time, since I believe the year 2000 K-State will tip off the season away from Manhattan and it will be in Las Vegas versus USC, which has all sorts of publicity with their incoming uh, recruiting class. Uh, some dude with the last name James, I don't <laughs> even know. I have no idea anything about that. But how, how important is it not only to start the season with a team that will probably be in contention in the Pac-12, so you're testing yourself, but you're also going to be in a high-profile game with all the eyes of the college basketball world on that game. How important is it from just a uh, exposure and from a competition uh, perspective for you guys? Yeah, well, I mean, from day one, you know, I mean, coaches always talked about preaching, you know, national championship and, and the things that can be done here at K-State. You know, it's a reason that we all here. We've said it multiple times. Our staff is full of winners. Guys, we recruit are about winning. You know, so the opportunity, um, when the opportunity presented itself and, and just based off of last year's success and the direction that people saw the program, you know, they reached out to us to see what we'd be interested, which is just a credit to everything that coach is putting in place, the guys that we've recruited, the roster that we have intact so far, um, that they felt that we were able, even uh, viable for that type of game. So, you know, when you talk about opening night, uh, I'm pretty sure it's going to be the hottest game of the night, you know, um, with UCLA and the guys that they bring in, uh, the expectations, uh, they'd probably be a top – if not, it may be preseason number one, but they'll definitely be top uh, five team in the country. So I think it's a great test. 
it's a great opportunity for uh, our guys to to step into new roles, for new faces to step up and to show the world and to show the nation, you know, K-State basketball is not going anywhere. Yeah, Andy Enfield over at USC, and, and I believe, uh, you know, looking around on the T-Mobile Arena website on, on, in Las Vegas, it's going to be after the defending champion LSU women's basketball team. So it's a doubleheader. So uh, it's going to be maybe the hottest ticket in all of college basketball before, uh, you know, the the conference season uh, tips off. So I'll, I'll be anxiously awaiting, uh, you know, those tickets to go on sale in July. Otherwise, I'm going to have to take you up on the offer and say, hey, I'm going to have to I'm gonna have to <laughs> sit next to you. You know, the tickets went too fast. You're going to have to, you know, find a spot for me to to sit at the end of the bench. Um, but there, it was now, or I, I believe it's been reported. I think C- Coach Tank said in his press conference, but also going on the road to LSU, you have Nebraska coming in, Wichita State and Kansas City, uh, going down to the Bahamas. Um, th- this non-conference schedule is looking like it's going to be amongst the top 50 toughest in the nation. Um, is that around the the level you guys want to be, you know, 25 to 50 for non-conference strength to schedule? Do you think that's going to set K-State up to be going after a two-seed or a one-seed if things, you know, handle itself correctly in the Big 12 play? Well, we also have uh, Villanova. Oh, yeah, Villanova in the Big East that's coming into Bram. I mean, man, all well, these games coming into Bramlage and probably some other games, you know, is, is there? do you want to break any news? Are there any other games in Bramlage you want to tell us about? Uh, I think we hit it all, but I, I will say uh, our opening game will be Friday, November 10th, okay. Friday night before football. I, I believe football. Uh, November is that Baylor? Iowa State. Ooh, is I, I, I would say it was later, maybe. It may be know. Baylor, but I know football is that Saturday, so Oops. you know we, we purposely scheduled this game Oof. that Friday, uh, November 10th, so that you guys can get it in and, and get a double hitter. A double dip, one trip, catches boat. You know we love our football. Football is going to be fun. And so we're hoping that we can open up that night and you know celebrate the past while starting a new uh, in brand with a lot of support and a lot of football love. Uh, but no, I mean going back to your original. So coming behind LSU is just a great. I mean you know with them coming off a national championship, gives coach a chance to follow his good friend Kim Markey, Coach Markey, when they were at Baylor, one of the coaches. Um, you know, great friends on the women's side. So the opportunity for us to, to play after them is just huge. You know, we expect it to be, you know, a sellout crowd. Like you say, the UCLA is not only the, the James, uh, but they have, you know, probably the number one player in the country. Uh, going to be at the point for them. They got some good guys returning. Um, so, but the 12 is the 12. You know, if you do what you're supposed to do in the Big 12, you know, your seating is going to take care of itself. So, you know, the, the preseason schedule is more about preparing for the 12. And like I said, we're trying to bring some some names to Bram to give our fans the, the the level of expectations that we have, you know, opening up on national TV so that fans across the country. Because we 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 found out last year we went to California, and the the, the, the Wildcats in Cali was just amazing. Um, you know, in Texas, is is we found out that they have K State fans all over the country, and some you know, unfortunately, they can't make it to Bram. So we want to be able to put ourselves on the stage. But they're watching us on TV, able to support and be proud of the product we put on the field on the court. I'm sorry, but hey, you, you know what? Field court, it doesn't matter. I, I'm gonna <laughs> I'm I'm gonna watch it. And again, I I can't wait to get out there. I'm gonna be in Las Vegas. I won't be in the Bahamas. That's gonna be another uh, amazing trip. It's gonna be on CBS Sports. 
um, you know, a, a lot of high, high profile players, big time talent down there. I, I can't wait for the season to kick off. And, uh, you know, let, let's start looking towards this upcoming season. I, I want to kind of make fun of myself and, and give you credit for calling me out. Uh, I, I said it, you know, on the show when we, when we got uh, Anthony Kaluma coming in, I admitted it on the mic. I, I tried to be transparent. At the end of the day, I'm a fan. Uh, and, and and I, you know, I, I spaz out a little bit and you called me on it. Um, you guys always have a plan. Coach Tank said in his press conference with the media yesterday, hey, there's two spots left. And, you know, we're looking to go to a national championship, not, you know, just fill fill it with, you know, guys, whatever. There's there's a plan for everything. Uh, for you guys inside the ice training facility, inside Bramlage Coliseum, I, I know you guys see fans uh, maybe spazzing out when, when we shouldn't. You guys kind of laugh to yourselves and say, huh. They're gonna learn. They're gonna learn because uh, you should. You let me know, and, and as you should, as you one hundred percent should. So, were you guys kind of chuckling to yourselves, you know, in between bringing in Perry and Kaluma, uh, seeing some of the fans maybe, uh, you know, freak out a little bit prematurely? Uh, well, I mean, we appreciate our fans. We understand the passion. We understand the the love they have, and you know, part of that passion, part of that love, is also the frustration that comes with it. So, we much rather people uh, frustrated or mad or questioning or worried, they're not caring at all. So, you know, we, we love our fans from the, for the good and the bad. And, and um, you know, everything that we do, we try to move in a direction to make you guys proud because y'all deserve it. You know, and, and as far as the portal and, and the recruiting aspect of it, uh, I mean, Coach has preached since day one, like his faith is strong. And, you know, we believe in, in, in and as a staff, we have a strong faith in just making sure we get the right guys. You know, it's a lot of guys that uh, social media, some guys are, are, are throw K-State in there, and we, you know, in all honesty, not even talking to that kid. And I don't know if it's to help with the recruiting or help with this. And our fans will be, oh, we didn't get them. Well, that wasn't a kid that fit what we wanted. You know, last year we we had um, three semesters where we broke records academically. You know, we, we went through a whole year where we had zero off-court issues. You know, and those are the type of kids that we recruiting and young men that we recruiting to bring into the program. So not only are we winning on the basketball court, but we feel that we winning in the game of life, you know, and that translates to, you know, the success we had last night with Keontae and Marquise, you know, having their names called and continuing their careers on a professional level. So a lot of time, you know, it's like Coach said, crazy fate. You know, it's the fate that we have, and, and we know uh, certain people fit to us, certain people don't. It's not just about how many points they average. Is how they're gonna conduct themselves when they're wearing K State across their chest to make that uh, the Boneheads and the rest of the Wildcat Nation proud. I love to hear that. How how proud were you guys last night when Keontae finally heard his name called, and then almost immediately after the draft, Marquise Noel, the first player to get a two way contract of, of the undrafted guys, one of the highest priority players who who uh, who went last night after the draft. How proud were you guys uh, to see those two young men uh, continue on their dreams, professional career with the backing of all the K-State fans behind them? Well, I mean, understanding their story and just being a little piece of their story just makes me extremely proud. And then the staff and the way we celebrate it as a staff, you know, everybody's proud and happy for those young men. Uh, but the great thing is, like I said, both they, their stories are, are different, but their stories are the same at the same time where, They've put in the work. They've done the things. They've they've come across multiple um, obstacles that that tried to get in their way, where they were able to get around and and overcome to reach this pinnacle 
of success. They both understand that, you know, they, they getting their name called is not the end. It's just the beginning of a new journey. You know, they come from great families. Uh, Mar uh, Marquise, his brother, his his sister, his mom, his dad, you know, his his family is so strong. And then Keontae the same way with his mom and dad, the love and the support that they go. Because they are great young men. Like, they they deserve every bit of it. You know, they hard work and everything that paid off. But it's also a story where the good guys win. Because those two young men come from great families, great backgrounds, and they're great men. So the good guys won last night. And, they, you know, they're going to represent K-State well as they travel throughout their NBA career. I'm going to ask a couple questions about how the team's looking in the, in the summer. But before I do, you guys just wrapped up all your camps at K-State. I know, uh, you know, Naquan Tomlin and Cam Carter were in my hometown at Topeka, Kansas, at the Washburn University camp. And mm -hmm. something that blows me away when you see some of the pictures and the videos coming out from these different camps are how these young men, how these players at K-State interact with the young fans, with the young players, and how uh, genuinely happy they, they look when they're interacting with all these young guys. What does it say about, you know, the team as a whole and just the culture at K-State uh, where these guys are spending their summer giving back to these young basketball players at all these different camps, interacting with kids from age three up to 17 and what sort of representation uh, does that put K-State basketball light in? Well, again, it goes back to like we talked about what, you know, not necessarily hitting on guys that, that the social media thinks we should hit on. It's, it's handpicking the right guys that fit our culture. Our guys are not only great basketball players, but they're young men who appreciate this opportunity. They don't take it for granted. They understand that, you know, five seconds of, of shaking a young man's hand or smiling or spending time, could be a lifetime memory for that kid. You know, our guys are even doing our camps and when they're out in the public, they're not on their phones, they're interacting because they know, you know, that the, the role they play in the community, they know uh, the image that they want to portray as they always represent in K-State, you know, to the best of their ability as they represent themselves, the program and Wildcat Nation and the Boneheads uh, on a daily basis. Speaking of Cam and Naquan, they're going to, I, I assume, take some more leadership on with the exiting of all the seniors uh, being guys who are coming back. Uh, fans expect them to take a big role. Uh, what sort of jumps can can you kind of tease and tell K-State fans to expect from those two specifically coming in this next year? Well, I think the biggest thing is just the comfort level, um, you know, coming in as, as, a, as a sophomore, uh, you know, I think Cam, it, it just takes him a little time. Once Now he's comfortable in the lead role. Uh, so that's going to just – the comfort level is going to build up his confidence, allow him to do more things. Guys are now looking up to him the same way he may have been looking up to Marquise and Keontae last year. So he understands that. He's taking much better care of his body. He's in there doing his recovery. Uh, he, he, matter of fact, he just joked with me yesterday. He's eating different. You know, so he understands the – the grind that it took last year, you know, you could tell guys all the time, maybe hey, get your proper rest, you know, do this, do that. But once they go through it, it's a lot easier. So now he's taking over that. And then Naquan, you know, his story, man, his story is is one that could a movie could be made about. And uh, the thing I'm most proud about Naquan, he'll be graduating in December. You know, if you know anything of his story, uh, you know, he was almost a high school dropout uh, just based on some bad decisions he made and it changed his life around since he's been here. He's been 3.0 or better, uh, Big 12, honor roll, Dean's list. And to come here with his, with, with the the um, the background that he had academically to get his degree in December, it's just a huge credit to him and his family. You know, I think that's what's going to be 
you know, very proud of him to do that. You know, coach always preach about walking through two stages and he's going to hit that stage in December and hopefully he can hit the stage uh, to change his life uh, next June. I, I love hearing that, you know, he he went through the NBA uh, process. I think a lot of K-State fans are, are saw last night as the beginning of a run of NBA draft picks coming through K-State. Uh, Keontae Johnson, you know, first one since Wesley Awandu. K-State's only had a handful since the turn of the century uh, when I believe they had uh, 30 or 40, you know, in, in a, uh, I think it was a 20-year period, uh, this great history of K-State basketball. I think Naquan Tomlin's going to be one of the next ones uh, to hear his name called. A lot of guys in the program seem like they could take that next step step beyond K-State basketball. Uh, the final question I'm going to ask about some of the guys on on the uh, court before we finish up talking about the staff as a whole, because like I said, I'm a massive fan of everyone on staff. Uh, the two newcomers that are already here, Tyler Perry and Arthur Kaluma, what what sort of uh, what sort of aspects of their game really fit with the system and what Coach Tang and everyone wants to accomplish this upcoming season? What made them such uh, high profiles for you guys? And again, if you look at some of these rankings, uh, both of them in the top fifteen of CBS, top twenty of ESPN, some of the most coveted guys. Why why for someone who maybe doesn't scout college basketball or know enough? about what's going on at North Texas or at Creighton made these two uh, young men uh, so valuable, valuable to bring to the program. Well, both, you know, for starters, both, as I, you know, repeatedly say, are great young men. Uh, both come from great families. Uh, you know, TP's mom and dad, hands-on, great people. Uh, Arthur's mom and dad, you know, little sister, they they all came down and they're, they're great people that come from great families. So that's first and foremost where they fit just to start. And then the basketball part, I mean, you're talking about two guys who have won all their lives, TP coming off of a player of the year in, in, uh, from his conference, um, uh, NIT championship. He won a JUCO championship. I mean, he's a winner. And, you know, it's, it's one thing that you can preach winning, but it's hard to teach winning. So when you get guys who have already won, they understand what it takes to win. They understand what you have to do in order to be the, the last team standing, which is what we want to do come April uh, in Phoenix. And then Arthur comes from a program where, you know, he's played a lot of minutes. He played a lot of basketball. Last year they were in the Elite Eight, same way we were. Uh, so he brings a lot of experiences. Uh, he's had, you know, multiple games of 20-plus, uh, very versatile guy. You know, one thing that coach preaches all the time, we don't, we you know, it's almost like position is basketball. You know, we're just trying to put guys out that can hoop and know how to play. And we talk about having dudes. You know, it's not about, you know, you are a, a power forward or you are a small forward. You know, so Arthur brings the versatility. Uh, TP can really shoot the ball, handle the ball, have a high IQ. Arthur is in and out, can handle the ball, can, you know, he can play the wing, he can play the inside. He can, you know, at, at some point, I think he could even be a point guard if he needed to. So we're going to have versatility. You add Quine, you add Cam, you know, David's back, you know, just with just to add those guys in that mix where all of them can play multiple positions. It's going to be hard for people to cover us, and I think we're going to be able to really get out and, and uh, disturb some people and disrupt some offenses. So I lied because I just saw this uh, announced uh, a few hours ago. Uh, Day-Day Ames actually was just named uh, to the Jordan Brand Classic All-Star. Uh, 
uh, along with 31 other high school guys across the 2023 class. He's only the second Wildcat to ever get that honor. Curtis Kelly in 2006 and Wally Judge in 2009. A big time honor, one of the, the biggest uh, designations for a high school player that Jordan Brand, all, or all American uh, uh, honor for Day Day Ames. Uh, so I'll, I'll ask about him and then I'll ask about the other two freshmen as well. But uh, how have they uh, adjusted early on? I, I, I'm guessing that it's a bit of a shock that first few workouts for guys and kind of adapting to life in college, uh, but their pedigree and what they were able to accomplish in high school, all three of them uh, probably is giving K-State fans some big time hopes for their future in purple and white. Uh, so how have they been adjusting to life as Wildcats? Yeah. I mean, the biggest thing for freshmen, um, you know, and as a former high school coach, I used to try to prepare my guys, the preparation for a college workout, like you could do all you want, at the high school or, or with your trainer or with your coach. And I've been that coach. It's just different once you get in here with the guys in the strength, in the weight room, uh, rehabbing afterwards, recovery. Like you, Dede is coming from a situation where they did a great job with him. Uh, our other two freshmen, RJ and Michaela, you know, they did great jobs. And they just, you don't always have the facilities and, and the uh, things to your, that you can use that we have here. You know, so that's really the biggest adjustment. You think you're working hard, but then when you get, you know, to your first workouts on the college level, that level of intensity, that level of goal, it's, it's just different. So that's that's the biggest thing is just adjustment with that. Um, you know, and then understanding the the off the court, the things that it takes, because in the past you leave high school, you go home, you're at the house, now you're going to your apartment, you know, and then you got to come back and do this and come back and do that. So it's just adjusting to college life, and that's what the summer's for. You know, and that's why we we blessed uh, to have our guys here taking summer classes. You know, advancing their academic career while they adjust, like while the freshmen able to adjust and the upper class able to get better. So, uh, but we have great expectations. Uh, Day Day is is like he's 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 that jaw in the wall is something that he earned. You know, he's in the gym. He's a gym rat. Uh, another one who comes from a great family, mom and dad. You know, very supportive. Uh, Chicago kid. You know, that, that's right up the road. We've had some other Chicago kids that Jacob Pullum that's been real good for us. So not to put no pressure on them, but Chicago's been good to us. Um, but Day Day is going to be perfectly fine. You know, RJ, another one, you know, that's kind of the common theme you're going to hear. Like, they always have people around that love and support them because that's who we are, the family we love and support. Uh, mom and dad are great. Can really shoot the ball. Um, you know, his, his, his sky is the limit. You know, and then when you talk about Michaela, you know, he just like, I mean, he's like a Zion Williams athlete. You know, I mean, it's it's just ridiculous. His athleticism, his size, it's just a matter of adjusting to the game, adjusting to the to the speed of the game. But all three of those guys, the upside is just tremendous. Like we 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 talk about the future. You know, it, it, we we promise you our fans, like it's not a one and done thing. Last year, like coach came here with a plan. We came as a staff with a plan. You know, it wasn't just to have one great year. And then, uh, I, you know, K-State is here and we're going to be here for a while. I love to hear that. Uh, I, I want to talk about that staff that uh, that you're a part of. Coach Tang, like I said, I think from uh, the head coaching position all the way down to every single GA, I think it's the best staff in America. Uh, but but your friend, you know, former, uh, you know, guest of the show, Coach Sutton has moved on. Uh, what are you going to miss most about him as he's down at IMG Academy, taking the next step in his career? 
Uh, I think the biggest thing, I mean, Coach is, is an offensive genius, you know, and the things that he contributed in, in the meetings, um, you know, his style and his approach. You know, I think everybody have a different style and approach, and his style and approach would be missed. Uh, his recommendations on the offensive end, uh, dealing with the GAs and, and helping prepare the workouts that he had to do uh, would be missed. You know, but, uh, you know, Coach has a passion for the younger guys. Coach, had, you know, he he was at Mount Verde. He built Mount Verde to, to and helped uh, start that. So I know he's going to do great at IMG and, and expect great things from him. Um, you know, he told me the other day, you know, that, that's kind of like his dream job. You know, so he's in the position that where he and his family are, are, are great. You know, we're going to miss him tremendously, but, you know, we just do nothing but wishing the best. So I haven't decided if I'm going to release it as one separate episode or how I'm going to uh, go about it. But you made sure that we had, uh, you know, Coach Anthony Winchester on the show. He he just got promoted up to special assistant to the head coach. Um, what can you say about him and, and what he brought to the staff last year? And, uh, and what is he going to be able to bring now that he's going to be able to be on the floor with the guys uh, full time starting on July one. And uh, I'll say this after chatting with him for 25, 30 minutes, uh, that man is passionate about the game of basketball. And, and I'm excited for that new uh, expanded role for him. Well, I mean, one, he, you know, as, as a former, uh, not only player, but like great player. I mean, he's a hall of famer, had a, a long 10 year, 10 plus year uh, international career. One of the top scores in, in, um, State of Indiana, if you know anything about Indiana basketball, that says a lot right there. You know, he just brings um that that experience to the to the to the table for the players. Uh he's also, you know, freshly uh one of the guys who's closer to non-playing. So he's able to help and when we're trying to make decisions on is it too much? Should we work here or should we do that? Um, uh, but again, like the staff, I mean, he's everybody's just like a handyman, you know. I mean. A, you know, we call him A-Dub. A-Dub can go from putting together a great scout on a video and making sure the guys are prepared to sitting in a meeting saying we should do this, we should do that. And Coach is just tremendous at allowing people to voice their opinion. Everyone in the room has an opinion, and then we we take everybody's opinion and make the best choice out of it. So with him on the court, I think that brings another feature for the guys to understand, you know, the ins and outs of what it takes to be an elite college basketball player like he was during his time at Western Kentucky. And then, uh, of course, you know, you, you do lo lose Coach something, but for the most part, the, the rest of the staff is still together going into year two. How important is it to have that continuity going into the second season where, hey, you know, everyone was learning on the fly, getting to know K-State, getting to know how uh, this program is going to work in the mission to win a national championship. How much is that continuity going to help uh, the majority of these uh, of the staff moving forward into year two of the coach Tang era. Well, I think as we move forward, it, it just, it makes us even um, more together, uh, allows us to, to give even more to the guys, you know, last year, I think, you know, credit to coach Tang of putting it together. And, you know, we all understood at the end of the day, the goal was to be, uh, to make coach Tang the best coach he could be, which he ended up being national coach of the year. Uh, but we still had to learn each other. Like you said, it was, you know, do I do this because I don't want to step on Coach Reen's toes, or do I do that because Coach Perry, or do I do this with Urich? And it, it um, now that we have a great feel for each other, we all know okay, I can move this way and do this, and 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 avoid Coach Reen, and and Coach Reen can do this and avoid me. And where you know early on last year was you were trying to figure that out. So, but even through that, because of our passion for for success, 
you know, and, and we have guys with, with zero, I mean, start with the head coach, like everybody's a humble, nobody has, uh, you know, the woe is me, you know, it's, it's a, a servant leadership role that that coach presents and it's nobody looking for credit. You know, like I can say we sit in meetings and, you know, I may have one opinion, Coach Reem have another opinion. We may not agree, but once we decide which way we're going to go and Coach, you know, makes that final decision, we're going to walk out as one. So, you know, that's that's the great part of our staff. It's nobody, I recruited that kid. I drew up that play. I did this. It's, it's all we. You know, we recruit as a staff. We, um, you know, we make decisions as a staff, and, and it's just all the credit to Coach Tang and his leadership style. Awesome. We're going to end with the Manhattan Brewing Company four-pack of questions. Manhattan Brewing Company is celebrating their third anniversary this upcoming week with a bunch of different releases, some fun 80s-themed parties, and all sorts of fun food trucks and other events going on. It starts Thursday, July 6th, the Manhattan Brewing Company third anniversary party. Manhattan Brewing Company this is what I'm saying. That This is not in the ad read. I think they're the best brewery in the state of Kansas and the region. Uh, and if you disagree, then I'm going to have to fight with you. Uh, so check <laughs> out Manhattan Brewing Company sometime soon. Uh, also, every Saturday and Sunday, it looks like they have the special lemonade stand on the patio from 3 to 8. Check out Manhattan Brewing Company. All right. The final four kind of sillier questions, but we'll have a little fun with them. The first one, which – trip are you looking forward to most the trip down to the bahamas or the trip over to israel and uae in the summer oh uh probably the summer trip uh just because it's, it's going to be a, a little more spread out and it's going to be very educational uh an opportunity for our guys to grow as people and learn a different culture a different background and then have a little fun playing basketball i'm jealous of that like if uh <laughs> if i could stay away because you know, the, the history and everything, uh, you know, uh, the the base, the, the the starting point, ground zero of three different major religions, um, all, all sorts of different cultures, different foods, all sorts of stuff over there. I'm jealous of you guys, and I'm sure you guys are going to make the most of that trip. Uh, question number two, um, you know, you, you said that you're going to have Bailey take over the airplane if you need someone on staff to try to land the plane. Uh, and originally, you know, the first question I asked you, it, it was Coach Sutton, you were going to go on that super long road trip. But I'm, I'm going to switch this out. If you had to go on a camping trip with one person on staff, a camping trip with no electricity, you can't bring your phone or anything, just kind of bare bonesing it out in the woods, who are you taking on that camping trip? All right, I'm going to go out the box with my answer on this one. So camping trip would, would just it had to survive, right? Yep, okay, we'll, we'll so say go, 72 hours, survive. I'll give you a tent um, and uh, a, a backpack where you can put, like, you know, a pocket knife, maybe a fishing rod. I'll give you a pack of matches. So it's not naked and afraid. I'm not going to do that to you. We'll, we'll give you basic supplies and a tent, 72 hours. Okay, so I'm going with Miss Julie in compliance, Miss Deja in our mental health department and Miss Regina in communications because they are the best and they will figure out how to keep us safe and survive those 72 hours. That That's a great, that's a great answer. I, I have a feeling you're like everyone's best friend over at, you know, the ice uh, training facility and all, all around athletics. Is, is, is there anyone who would have a bad word to say about you, coach Bourne? 
Um, I would hope not because we had to put the bone haze on him, and we. <laughs> That's true. That is true. The 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 boneheads ride for Coach Bourne. All right. Question number three. Uh, it is the. It's getting to the heat of the summer. What's your favorite ice cream flavor? Oh, I'm simple. Uh, French vanilla. French vanilla. I I think vanilla is a is a great flavor. I, I think vanilla is slept on way too much. French French vanilla with a little chocolate, a little chocolate chips. I'm I'm simple. There you go. All right, and then the final question. I, I, a lot is made of the coaching staff and, and who cooks the best. I think Cam Carter went went a little viral on Twitter, uh, saying that Coach Tang cannot cook anything except for omelets. But I'm going to switch it up. Who on the staff is the best karaoke singer, and who on the staff is the worst karaoke singer? The best karaoke singer, Coach Yurik. Coach Coach Yurik is the best. Yeah, Coach Yurik will be the best karaoke singer, uh, especially if we have a recruit in town. Coach Yurik, the he word. knows how to put on for the recruits. He he he, he turns it up a notch. He. he yeah, he'll, he'll give it to you. Uh, the worst karaoke singer on staff? Ooh. Maybe Coach Reem because he, he's real with everything. He don't know how to fake it. So, you know, karaoke, you got to fake sing. He, Reem ain't faking nothing. He, he's just real, real calm. So we're going to go with Coach Reem as the worst because he, he's just going to be him. And he, he's not. he didn't get hired because he can sing. <laughs> I, I love that i love that well that's all i have uh before i, I actually lied here's the bonus question what is a secret code word that you want the boneheads to use when they come up and, and chat with you whether it's in las vegas down in the bahamas or around manhattan we need to come up with some either a secret handshake or a code word or something for the boneheads to be like all right you know i'm a bonehead Here, here's our little secret word our code word what should it be Oh, I don't know. how are we gonna get a handshake over the radio? I don't know. Well, but, uh... we'll, we'll work on the we'll work on the code, <laughs> and then 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 when we have our you know uh, you know Marco Born at Manhattan Brewing Company, but drink responsibly when you go home. Uh, make sure to recycle cans and all that stuff. But uh, <laughs> we'll work on the handshake later. But what what should our secret code word be? I will do that. We'll I'll let the boneheads decide. So okay, all right, all right. That can be, oh. that can be the poll of the day, or however you want to do it. And the boneheads come up with it, and I'm all for it. All right, there we go. All right, and then uh, final final words as always. I, I want to give you the final word to say anything to the Boneheads and any other K State fans who might be listening today. Oh, just I mean, as always, we appreciate you guys, man, and just know, you know, we're working hard to make sure that um, men's basketball program not only are we successful on the court, but we're successful in the community and uh, in, in helping these young men become uh, great husbands, great fathers, and great world models. Uh, and every time we put that K-State on, we we, we we don't take it lightly. Uh, we're going to always have our best foot forward. We appreciate y'all and look forward to seeing you in Vegas, if not in Vegas, in Bram on the tent, cheering on your cats. There you go. Season tickets are on sale. And I was taking a peek at the uh, Bramlage map where it shows a little green dots where there's season tickets available. Uh, folks, there's not a lot. There's not a lot left, you know. I, I said, I think it was with Coach Winchester, I said, you know, every single weekend Big 12 game was sold out with a couple other Big 12 games that were sold out. Folks, there might not be any games that are not sold out this year. So if you're on the fence, talk to your buddy, say, hey, want to split a season ticket package if you can't do all the games? Uh, because if you if you don't get season tickets, you better be quick when it, when they go on sale for single game because otherwise 
Uh, you might be pay, paying those scalper prices because it's it's, it's going to be rocking in Bramble just this uh, fall, winter, and spring. I tell you what. There we go. Let's go. Go Cats. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right. So for Coach Bourne, for my dog Chauncey, who's been a good boy, hasn't barked the entire episode, we love you guys and go Cats. Go Cats. Hail to the purple. Hail to the Wildcat in spirit, wildcat in fight. Hail alma mater from sea to sea. Onward forever, hail victory. Butter, 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 butter. Fight, UK State Wildcats for. Alma mater fight, glory in the combat for the purple and the white. Faithful to our colors, we will ever be a fighting, ever fighting for a wildcat victory. Fight, 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 fight. UK State Wildcats for alma mater fight, 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 fight. Glory in the combat for the purple and the white eye. Faithful to our colors, we will ever be fighting, ever fighting for a wildcat victory. Go state! Podcast Network.